Hello there, listener. You are listening to our new podcast series, The Podcast with No Name. We will be discussing various topics, looking at sitcoms, maybe doing a quiz occasionally, interviewing some people, or maybe just having group discussions. We are bound only by our imaginations. Tonight, Eddie is talking with the writer, director, cast and crew of the play 10 Days and Counting. I now hand you over to Eddie. Thanks, Princess. I just wanted to um, give you guys a bit of a, a breakdown of this play uh, that Sid and I went and saw. Um, a friend of mine is in it and he said, look, I'm doing a play. Can you come down and um, have a look and tell me what you think? So I thought, beautiful. Yeah, love, love a bit of theatre. So I went down and saw it with my 15-year-old and he was blown away with it, as, as was I. And I come back and sort of talked it up a bit to Sid and, and he agreed to come down and see it with us um, a week and a half later for the closing night. Um, I was immediately impressed by these guys because they're so young, like all of them, the writer, director, everybody, they're, they're 21 years old. I've got underpants that are older than that. They just, they're so professional, everything they do. The writer-director runs her own production company. They're all graduates of the Wollongong University Theatre Department. I was really impressed. What did you think of the show, Sid? i got to admit, in the lead-up to it, uh, I remember speaking to you, and then I also remember speaking to your second son. Uh, and I was fascinated by how you were so interested in it. And then I was hearing... Uh, your second son uh, talk about it. I'm thinking, wow, that's appear that's really really appealing to two different demographics. You're both equally excited about. It. I thought, like, how does 21 year olds get involved in a play that can really appeal to people our age and also appeal to someone who's 15? And because of that, I thought this really got me interested. And you were talking about the genre is a bit psychological, little bit of a who done it. I thought they can be really hard to pull off. And you talked it up so much. First of all, I was intrigued and I really, really just wanted to see it. Like, how do 21-year-olds write a play like that that can be so broadly appealing? Going into there, I mean, it captivated you very, very early on. Like, they set it up very nicely. Uh, the acting, and you've got to remind yourself, there are only four characters on stage, but it was just totally gripping the way they built it up. Uh, like you said... Uh, you've got to pinch yourself. The, the whole cast, the crew, you're talking average age of 21. And this is a very, very, you know, slick production that they put together. Uh, it was very exciting. It was, yeah. And um, they, they were a little bit um, miffed that someone like us would want to interview them. They were, they were very, very humble uh, the way they approach it all too. So um, I had a lot of fun with them actually on the on the night. It was really good. They um, they all know each other really really well. So they, they're having a bit of a joke around, and you know I was um, uh, included in the joke. So yeah, it was it was great. I was really impressed with the guys. So um, yeah, what we'll do we'll we'll jump in and have a listen to the uh, to the interview, 
I'd love to see how you go because unfortunately I couldn't make it that night. But uh, they would have been superb, I think, even from my own perspective, just to hear what they had to say. So, look, uh, yeah, I'm fascinated to hear how your interview went. Good stuff. All right, well, let's let's have a listen to the cast and crew mm. of 10 Days and Counting. Who's Misha? Misha. <laughs> Misha. Cecilia. Yeah. Misha oh, yes. played okay. Cecilia. <laughs> right. Nassois, it looks like. Yeah. Noisy or any noisy. Noisy's better. Noisy. But yeah, it's Nisha. I see. It's okay. We went to uni. We've all got like we all went to uni together and we had a group chat which was our like entire cohort, which isn't too bad because it's a performance cohort. And I had like a couple classes with her and I knew her as Nisha Nisha. But then every time her name came up in the group chat, I was like, who the fuck is this? Like Oh, it's just like, so we've got Nisha, Noisy, and like Jemima and Ella and Sam and Sam and all of these people. I was just like, what? Yeah. It took everyone half a second to get used to, but we got there. Welcome to the first episode of our new show. At the moment, it's called The Podcast With No Name because we can't think of a name for it. So if anybody has a name they want us to use, drop us an email at podnoname at gmail.com and we'll uh, we'll consider it tonight we have the cast and crew of 10 days and counting a pretty amazing play i saw um, with my son a couple of months back absolutely amazing tonight we've got sam ella bonnie billy and hopefully can you pronounce that name again Nisha. Nisha. Hopefully we've got Nisha too. She's um, five minutes away, which Sam said could mean anything. So we'll see what happens when she gets here. So you guys have uh, been together for quite a while doing this. Yeah. All went to uni I, together? I kind of jumped in and joined them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I to uni with them. I just rubbed Bonnie in. Bonnie um, <laughs> produced a show that Sam and I were in together. Yeah. And then she did such a good job of that. I was like, hey, do it again. Yeah, it's funny it's your first yeah. day i met sam we were on a bus uh we went to a work christmas party and um, nice. yeah yeah it was a big night wasn't it sam <laughs> yeah it was a good night it was a great introduction to um all the crew over at brighton lakes this club is literally yeah. 50 meters from my front door and, i was um, shitting myself that night you were why is that i was nervous how can you be nervous you're at ease on stage what's um what's going on there Probably some deep psychological issues. I don't know. I see. So anyway, Sam was telling me about the play and um, I've I've got a bit of a theatre background myself. Um, I was ears pricked up. I thought, oh, beautiful. And then he goes, it's an original work. I went, wow. Okay. When's it on? And then, yeah, I was was hooked. As soon as I heard it was an original work, I was just really keen to see it. Good to see you guys have been doing like a heap of stuff together too. You've done... How many productions have you sort of done together? It's it's kind of varied because we were split into different production casts in uni. So yeah. it, it, sometimes you'd get the same couple people in one um, production. It, it just varied and then you get matched up for assessments or you do something outside of uni. Yeah. I think I've only outside of uni I've worked with Billy twice. Three times. Twice, sorry. Yeah. Twice. Yes. Oh, I see. Anything else we're going to see very soon or? 
I mean, I was meant to be performing the last two weeks, but then COVID happened. Oh, so. what a pain in the bum, eh? Yeah. And now we're like, it, lockdown's just creeping closer and closer to my next show. So I'm like, don't you dare. Don't you do it. Everyone stay wow. inside or I'll come for your shoes. What are you doing next? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I was meant to be doing Twisted, which is like a parody musical the last two weeks. But the next thing I'm doing is at the IPAC. It's, I'm in that one. And it's called Puffs. It's like a Harry Potter parody that's told oh, entirely okay. from the Hufflepuff house. So I see. Yeah. And you're acting in funny. that? Yes. You're an actor too? Yes. Fantastic. I can't get over the talent you guys have at such a young age. I mean, when Sam told me how how young you guys were, I couldn't believe it. I only fell over. Jeez. At that age, I was still scratching my ass and bumping into walls. <laughs> Look at the stuff you guys are doing. It's incredible. Thank you. Sure she'll be here soon. You know what the stars of the yeah. shows are normally like? They turn up yeah. late and... That's just nature. Oh, yeah. Had to redo the whole show for on the last night. <laughs> Bloody bugger a I, leg. I heard that. Yeah. I wish you got a question about that too. Excellent. The last night was just a bit of a, it just happened. We just, we did it, but barely. You lost a show or something too, didn't you? Didn't one get cancelled yeah. or? So we originally had a Friday night on before closing, yep. but the problem is we had sold two tickets to that performance. Right. And all of the others were selling quite well. So we were like, well, one, we don't really want to do a show for an audience where the cast outnumbers the audience because I can't help but feel that that's going to be very intimidating for both partisans. So we decided that rather than try to push to sell that show to get like 10 or 15 people in there we just asked those two people it was one booking so I just sent them an email being like hey would you be okay moving it to another time we're just looking like that show's not selling as well as we like and we just feel that it would be better to cancel that show rather than really really push for right. it but the good thing was is because Nisha hurt herself she wasn't actually able to do the Friday night at all like she couldn't walk so it was oh, kind of okay. a blessing in disguise that we cancelled that two weeks prior because then she, like, messaged us Friday morning. She's like, hey, so I can't walk. And then Friday afternoon, she's like, I'm on crutches. And we're like, awesome. And, and no, no understudy either, I imagine. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we realised that about halfway through the play, like, the rehearsal period, I was like, none of you fuckers can get sick. Like, it's not allowed. Sorry, not happening. Nope. It's a nice little theatre too. Have you, have you done anything there before? The show that Sam and I were in that yep. Bonnie produced before this was at the Phoenix Theatre as well. Yeah, okay. It's no, a great little it, hub. It's kind of hub a hidden theater. treasure, isn't it? You go down that yeah. the ramp and wow, it's um, mm. it's it, unique. It is unique. You're not <laughs> sure what to expect when you're in that sort of waiting area and then as you go into the yeah. actual theatre, it's like, wow, this place is huge. So, yeah, nice nice big space to work with. All my family thought we were performing in the waiting area. So <laughs> the night the night my mum came, she would get she was getting chairs together for my family to sit at. <laughs> they didn't realise that wasn't the stage. She's like, that's a bit small. It's just a little bit really, it's really small. It's a great, it's a and funky yeah. little room, isn't it? It looks like they do um, like poetry readings and stuff like on the cushions the owner of the theater he loves to do um very extravaganza not very well known pieces like himself yeah he's all about the theatrical aspect i I had a bit of a chat with him actually he seemed very theatrical 
I was directed by him right as well so that was an experience how was he's he? A, was he he's lovely and he's amazing but he is like his mind is just, of a kind it's just firing on all cylinders all the time first of all Billy who wrote this thing I, I've seen a lot of theater over the over you know, the last few years Billy and this plays sort of nothing like I've ever seen before uh, when Sam told me it was an original work, that's the moment I decided I wanted to see it. Um, I don't want to sit there for three hours watching Waiting for Godot or King Lear, because we've all done that before. And we know all that, how that ends. When I go and see something, I want to see something that's, you know, interesting and, and it's got characters you can really get your hooks into. And yeah, this, this show really delivers. Sid, who's a friend of mine, described the show we saw as a modern day psycho thriller that's nuanced and at the risk of revealing the plot has an interesting twist at the end. How would you describe it? Me? Yeah, you. I, you wrote the damn thing. I know. <laughs> I just, I'm not good at receiving compliments. So first of all, thank you. The kind of idea, one line that I wrote when I applied to do the show was kind of my wanky art statement. And I just thought, that it did really good so it was just following four characters as they explore the differences as they walk follow oh my god sorry four characters i think i have a stroke sorry don't we worry like 10 minutes ago my brain's just like oh now that there's pressure shut up um <laughs> we'll edit out what needs to be edited don't worry about it if you make Thank a mistake you. if you drop the f word that's fine don't worry about it okay. actually we'll probably leave the f word in most of the time it's funny anyway yeah. Oh, so, we've got a new participant here. Yes, yeah, sorry. How are you? I'm good. I have no concept of date, time, anything with this lockdown. I it's just it, I'm no sorry. one does. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> we we came on the first and the last night of your show. I work with Sam over at um a club that's pretty close by to our place. So yeah, we mm. just um we, we have a bit of fun doing podcasts and I just asked Sam if you wanted to get you guys together and maybe give you a bit yeah. of publicity now that the show's over. So. <laughs> but yeah, I was just asking Billy mainly about the, you know, the, the play and, and how she would describe it. So yeah, I'm sorry to jump in there and break your train of thought, Bill. It's all good. Continue. Just give me time to actually think. No so worries. yeah, the play kind of follows four strangers whose lives intersect as they walk the thin line between fate and autonomy. We did it. Uh, we got Billy. This. I know. That was, I was just like, yeah. That so, was worth the wait. Thank you. It, like I said, it's my wanky art statement. So, yeah. Just because I always find it interesting and I always, like, had that debate within myself of how much of my life do I actually have control over? is there like a path that's laid out for me that I'm just walking thinking that I'm making all of these brilliant choices being like, oh, look at me go. And somebody's like, no, oh, actually I decided this for you about a thousand years ago. And I just kind of want to, tra to translate that feeling and kind of the fear of dying into a play because I feel like they're very human concepts. Absolutely. Yeah, you certainly got that. Being an original work, I mean, there's often parts of your own personality that come through the characters you create. Um, sometimes because you, you're drawing on your own life experiences, but usually because they're the ones that you know the best. Which of the four main characters are most like you? And have you gone 
on more of a bipolar, multi-personality type approach and the parts of each character are all you? So I think there's just, there's definitely a little bit of me in all of the characters, but I think that I definitely identify with Cecilia most. And even her opening monologue when she's talking about her inability to write, I wrote when I hadn't written in oh, three months. That was hilarious. So, like, so she's like, she's beating herself up over. She's just like, look, I want to write, but I've got nothing to say. I've got all of these ideas, but like nothing to say. And I just can't speak because I just, I've got nothing. And yeah. yeah, I hadn't written for about three months and I was angry at the fact that I hadn't written. So then I was like, I'm going to write about being angry that I haven't written. And then that kind of happened. And I was like, that's actually not too bad. Uh, so it stayed. And yeah, but yeah, I definitely identify with Cecilia in mostly like the writing aspect but also just being a bit of a stubborn bitch so <laughs> yeah how's it all going good how are you mate thanks for coming Lachlan we really appreciate it also that's right no problem I was just asking Billy more about sort of how the play came about and so on and what parts of the characters are actually her what would you say Lachlan what parts of the characters do you think are Billy um, well, Billy's a very uh, sporadic person, so um, I don't know. Like, obviously, like her creative mind is like quite—it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, advanced—that's a good word for it. <laughs> to you guys that were actually on stage, the actors, um, your performances were really raw. I mean, they were just they were in your face type performances. Um, how much of yourselves and your own experiences do you put into the characters you're playing? And do you tend to draw more from the director? And in this case, you're probably pretty lucky to have Billy there because she tells you exactly how she wants you to play the character. But do you listen to her? Or do you add bits of yourself in there as well? Um, I think it's nice when the writer is also your director because any questions that you have or any aspects of the character that you want to have an open discussion about get to have it with the writer and the director at the same time which is really beneficial and it just means that you can get so much more yeah. out of character and out of a storyline so I think it was really collaborative with the whole team I don't think there was any part of the show or part of any character that only one person worked on so I feel like each character had little pieces of everyone's perspective which made it really nuanced and really nice and I think that with any character, it is nice to inject a little bit of yourself into it. But this content is so intense that you do need to keep yourself a bit removed as well so that you can leave it on the stage and get off and not hold on to being murdered at the end. Um, I think that's usually <laughs> important. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy play. It's got some pretty pretty deep mm. themes that are, that are running through it there. It's kind of interesting because my friend and I, we saw it and we're looking at it from, you know, 52 year old eyes. But my son also came down and saw it. He's only 15 and he absolutely loved it too. So it, it's kind of, it's very broad. It's very understandable. And those themes are kind of easily picked up on and, and run with by everyone. The whole thing with your character, Sam, how you were, or Morty was, um, on death row. I mean, where is this place set? Is it set in Australia? Is it set? In, um, well, is it just some mythical place where they have the death penalty? Billy decided to kind of leave it up in the air a bit. She 
because it was there is I don't think there is a death penalty in Australia anymore, and um, Billy didn't want it to be in America per se. Yeah, because yeah. we all have our accents. It wasn't Australia. It wasn't necessarily yeah. one place or the other. It so was just kind of someone. Specific. It doesn't. It's not meant to be said anywhere. It, it could take. Pl- yeah, it could take place anywhere. Yeah. Was what Billy was going for yeah. as far like when she explained it to us. That, that was a question that come from the other guy that does the podcast with me. He um, he said that sort of threw him a little bit. He didn't really know where it was set, but um, yeah. I said, "Well, it doesn't really matter. Everyone's got a concept of what the death penalty is. Are you guys ever planning to do this again?" Are you going to put it on it again at some stage? There was talk very briefly about it becoming a short film. Yeah. But we also talked about the idea of, like, I did apply for a theatre up in Sydney to take it, but they were like, this is a new work from a new writer featuring Mm. a cast that no one knows just yet. So they're like, we don't really have any way to ground this in a, are you going to make money or are you not? Everyone goes. Yeah. Yeah, I just that's crazy to me. You know, I thought they would jump at something like that. How does new material get out there if they're not prepared to actually show it? I mean, when you put on a play, I mean, it takes so long to to rehearse and to get it all up and running. And now that it's at the point where you guys were performing it, it just seems like a waste to do like a two week run. It seems to me like something that should be running for like three months or something. It's it's yeah, it just seems like a lot of work for a very, very short performance time. It's it's always a bit a bit like that with plays because I feel like you it, all the work is done beforehand and then you yeah. just perform it all at once in a show and it goes really quickly, which is obviously it's really different to sort of film and how that works. But it, it does get a bit like that where it's such a long rehearsal process and then it's over. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah. that being said, we're very lucky that we performed it when we did because right now there is no guarantee that any show is going to be put up or last. With COVID, it's a whole new problem that I've so many shows being cancelled. It's it's You can't really rely on it right now, which sucks, which is why performers are struggling so much, but oh. it's hard. <laughs> what do you do? I mean... It's hard enough trying to be an actor and trying to pay to eat when you're an actor. When it's an amateur production as well, unless you're a theatre student or someone who appreciates the craft, yeah, it's very hard to get other people who, you know, aren't a part of the craft in to watch it. Like I had a lot of mates who kept saying, you know, I'll come see it, come see it, and they weren't performers. The idea of sitting in a theatre and watching a new piece as an amateur production is just completely foreign to them and they just don't want to do it sometimes. So that's another aspect that you got to, you know, think about. Yeah, that, that's just crazy to me. I just, that's what it's all about. I mean, this is grassroots stuff that, that you guys have created and why wouldn't you want to see that? It just makes no sense to me. I, just, I had a question for Bonnie. What is a producer? And what exactly does the producer do with regards to producing a play? Or is it easy to say, what don't you do? Yeah, fantastic question. (laughs) Um, I guess being a producer can mean like lots of different things, um, especially in theatre and when you're working with such a small creative team, I think like you kind of branch off and take on responsibilities of, you know, other people who in a bigger production might 
uh, might do instead. Um, but I kind of like to think of the producer as somebody who is in charge of the actor and the director is in charge of the character. That's kind of how I see the producer. So um, okay. I kind of, yeah, was always there for the actors. Um, but then I was also, you know, Billy's kind of right-hander as well. Um, yeah. So Did you have to of- manage the huge egos of the actors? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I kind of left that to Billy. Um, that was, yeah, something that Billy <laughs> was able to manage pretty well. How big are those egos? Uh, not too big. Yeah, they're not I too mean, big. They're manageable. <laughs> You've just got to give them, like, the classic um, theatre school training method of, um, hey, you're actually not as good as you think you are. Uh, can you just pull it back a bit? Uh, that whole thing. No. They were, they were all fantastic, and I think that's part of the reason that the play worked as well as it did is because everyone here like respected each other like it wasn't any sort of I know more than you like to anyone at any given point anyone was speaking and everything was working well because we worked together and even with Bonnie like I definitely could not have done this show without her because not only was she our producer for a while we actually lost our stage manager about halfway into the process. So then Bonnie was also stage managing us. And then two weeks before the show went up, we lost our sound and lighting designer. So then Bonnie was like recruiting everyone here, there and everywhere. Like she was managing things. She was doing our publicity. Like she was just incredible. And anytime I was like, hey, do you think you could maybe do this? She was like, yep, got it. Like I was dealing with what was on stage, but anything and everything that went near or like anywhere near backstage Bonnie was like I got it and she's just awesome personally I freak out a lot like when I'm side stage I'm like trying to keep myself calm and I'm like oh my god suddenly I remember I'll be like oh my god is that prop in place and Bonnie was always there to be like yep it's fine everything's ready okay what about this yes all done all done don't you worry like she sort of was like the mum for us when we were backstage and getting ready to go on and um, even during the show, she was always right there. And I think she knew there were always these same moments, I know for me, where I started to kind of get in my head and Bonnie would be there like, it's fine. Like, it's all good. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's you've got this. <laughs> so she's sort of like the cheer squad as well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's important to acknowledge the people that are backstage and that do all the stuff that you don't see because um, often... You know, people will say, oh, yeah, great, great show, guys. And they'll run up and say hi to the actors and everything, but they forget about the people that are doing the stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, just watch the stuff that goes on. Like the, the guys that were, was that you, Bonnie, who was sort of coming across the stage and picking up the chairs and moving them as well? And so you were doing all this, the behind stage stuff as well. Yeah, it's a massive effort and congratulations. It's just a... A stunning show, it really was. We were just um, blown away. I mean, we come back for a second time. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, everyone, it's, yeah, it doesn't happen without the actors and Billy too. So. Absolutely. Just... So do all you guys, like, still live at home? Or are you, <laughs> you about living by yourself? Right. Nisha's I'm... recently independent. Really? I, okay. Well, yes. Well, I just recently moved into a new apartment. Um, so I'm living like right in Sydney CBD, but when we were doing the show, I was living um, with my parents also in Sydney like area. Oh, okay. Yep. So I was 
traveling out. You guys were all from Wollongong originally. <laughs> we went to went to Wollongong Uni, but like some of us traveled from like um, like Campbelltown oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I see. And further. Yeah, I just know she all went to Wollongong Uni together. It was um, yeah. How was that anyway? Did you kind of all get together as a group through a play, or was it just um, were you friends outside of uni, or, or how did that all come about? We're all best buds. Because the whole <laughs> play it seems to be a real ensemble type feel to it. Like you guys have done it, heaps of things together. It just feels like you're. It's a, a really a small cohort. Mm. It's it's a really small cohort. Like there's only about thirty. A couple 32 months, 30, when we finished. I think we're 32. Oh, wow. So wow. we all kind of, you know, we see each other five days out of seven. <laughs> and then if we're hanging out outside of uni, it's seven days out of the week. Yeah. So we all got to know each other fairly quickly, especially when we had to get up and do stupid shit in front of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we've all either worked like in a production together or separately worked <laughs> together, like in doing scene work during the course itself. Yeah. Um, so we all really became friends and then friends together, friends separately, um, which was really good. So the chemistry, like, you know, some characters hated each other in the play. That was real for some people. Or <laughs> 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 <All> jokes here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that a bit, Ella? <laughs> well, um, we, in second year, we, the second half of second year, or in second year, we uh, did a course on stage combat. And Lachlan <laughs> and I were partners. And um, uh, we took it, well, we took it seriously. Um, but apparently Lachlan lost a bit of trust because he thought I would, I wanted to hit him. But that was never face. the case. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> so when we found out that um, characters didn't like each other in Billy's play, um, we Ooh, were drawn from, yeah. <laughs> so yes, so yes, we, we did actually bring some of our own um, yeah. <laughs> experiences to the play. <laughs> that's kind of, that's, we were really fortunate with the cast. And I'm, like that was part of the reason why I had so much faith in these guys is because when you work, I don't know, as an actor as well, when you work with someone that you've not really met before, especially in roles where you have to develop a relationship so quickly and you have to have that into like that emotional intimacy with each other, it can be hard to start that right from nothing. Like to yeah, go from meeting yeah. a stranger to being like the best of friends in like three or four months. And I think we were really fortunate in the sense that we were saying right from the get-go that it was awesome that we all got to work together because I just knew that these, like, if it, like, if something happened and everything fell to shit, that these guys would just have the ability to carry it because they trusted each other for the most part. And, like, they they just, they knew each other and were comfortable enough with each other, which just, like, smashed it. That didn't make any sense, but it did in my head. No, so, I know exactly thank what you, you mean. You, you mentioned before that there was talk of doing a short film version of this. Mm. How did that all come about? And and is is that still a possibility? It literally just came about in the dressing room. And I think Billy was like, want to make it a short film? And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of as far as it went. It would definitely need to be like a little bit different because certain aspects of the play would need to be altered for it to be receptive in a film. 
The um, movement scene would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> I just wild. You can do um, some really good stuff with the movement. I mean, that was that was a pretty major um, uh, a major part for the audience. Watching you guys, the way that the way you moved around that stage, that was brilliant. It was like you have a choreographer, or, or how do you do that? Billy's a choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> we we did, we did a lot of um, movement based work um, whilst we're at like doing our course at Wollongong as well. So I think that obviously helped. But yeah, it's Billy's creative mind that yeah. brought it all together. I felt really bad for these guys. They actually had to create what was called my director noises. Because I'd be like, so you're just going to go over there and you're going to be like, Bleh, and then you'll like sit in it over there and be like, and like, and they just have to translate that. Like, because I just. Well, let's be honest, the Deling helped a lot. The right? Deling helped so much. <laughs> so, yeah. Lachlan's just salty. Billy, Billy would just like, Billy would just, just say and, and just like, be passionate about it and just be like, yep, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's okay. okay. That's but the thing is, Billy had like Billy had such a clear vision of every single part of it, and she was really good at translating that. So when we got up on the floor, we were all sort of sharing the same eyes. So it wasn't really hard for us to sort of create something out of nothing because we we're all looking at it the exact same way. Because Billy came in with a very clear understanding of what everything yeah. was and what everything meant. Uh, so it was really easy to um, create that as a moment in each part of every scene. So it, it was pretty straightforward. And I mean, again, really collaborative in the sense like that movement sequence took a while because it would start as something and I'd be like, no, I hate it, we're doing it again. Um, and then, yeah, I got like poor Nisha, Ella and Sam, there was meant to be one rehearsal where we were meant like, it was meant to be just that scene for the rehearsal we were meant to smash it out. We did a couple exercises at the start and then I was like, Okay, cool. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. So I was like, they just like were pissing about on the stage for about four hours. And I was like, that's very good. Go home now. Oh, but it was I'm... really helpful. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, once I had time to think about it, everything that they kind of gave me is what ended up on stage. Like it wasn't just yeah. me pulling these images and movements out of my ass. It was like, oh, I, I'm trying to create an analogy, but my brain just went, they gave me all the ingredients. We know what you that mean. Makes sense. I did it. <laughs> It, it, it's really important when you're rehearsing that um you know all the work gets done and it's important to have a bit of a laugh too while, while you're doing that so sam mentioned that you guys we, we had rip each other. Yeah. you said oh yeah, you wouldn't believe we rip each other man it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who, who's the class clown out of this group billy and I'd like to actually say we wouldn't rip each other. It was borderline bullying. There was psychological. <laughs> oh, especially the girls, man. The class clown. Yeah, I'd who's like the class say... clown and, and who did you actually have to discipline? Bonnie. Bonnie was not <laughs> All up, of them. Honestly. I know. Bonnie was just the worst. No, she's the best. I love you. Um, but Lachlan, I would say, was probably the class clown just because his character was so serious. And I think part of him, like, being an idiot was like him coping with it because i'd be like okay so you, you're gonna be like this really angry murderer and he's like i'm gonna walk around like a fuckhead and we're just <laughs> I, like, I, I'm, I'm so well not so used to but like i like doing a lot of comedic um kind of characters and stuff so yeah um i found it um like it was it was a good challenge to try and um portray a serious char character especially with such like deep undertones like it was it was a challenge but i, I really enjoyed it yeah, comic so actors often play really, really good 
deep and meaningful parts too. I mean, look at Robert Williams. Um, some of the stuff he did was just phenomenal. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what else? Billy actually wrote down like for one of our uh, for the gifts that she got for everyone. Um, Billy made us do a uh, muck around run one time, which is basically you do the play as oh. well as you know it. It was and, about three weeks into rehearsal and I was like, you guys have to do the whole play with no scripts. I know we haven't blocked 90% of it, but off you go. And they did it. And yeah, so in that rehearsal, some of the most hilarious things came up. Like just, you're not on stage yet or be quiet, you're dead. Things like that. Like just constant like yelling at each other or like really dumb things. Yeah, our favourite one was probably Lola has this like really nice line where it's like to looking death in the eye and saying not today motherfucker and just in that run i think she was tired by that point and she just goes in all serious to saying death in the eye motherfucker and we just <laughs> lost it like and just things like that like little things would be said throughout the rehearsal like we were talking about characterization and nisha just goes yep yeah, she's dolphin as fuck and just things like that so so i wrote down everything that kind of gave us a good giggle and then as a gift i put it in like a big like in one document and like printed it all out for them because i was like it it was and framed it yeah it was just something nice for like everyone to remember is all just like the dumb shit especially with such a serious play it was nice testament to billy's work ethic as well she highlighted and picked a different font color everything designed how close all the sentences were so that we could all tell who said what and this was a gift that she gave to us and she still put that much fucking effort into it like billy's you unreal guys were worth it. yeah well, oh, think I, still. Oh, I think that also shows that because we're also um we're also close beforehand the mm-hmm. laughs and the jokes was it was a great part of it and it made it everything really easy and not as stressful and you know Ella and I just gently bullying the boys um that was a lot of fun but Lachlan did get me back he did break my knee so um that (laughs) yeah I I, I don't think that was my fault to be honest I think it was (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding yeah you you like you're gonna keep that against me for the rest of my life we overcame every obstacle including yeah um, I heard The, the last night of the show, uh, we noticed that you were wearing a leg brace. And we thought, interesting prop, because we'd seen it <laughs> like the first the first night and we, we didn't realise what it was all about. And then after the show, everyone comes out and you are literally hobbling <laughs> on crutches. <laughs> we we nearly fell over when we saw you come out on crutches. We thought, what the hell? Are you practiced at acting with a serious injury? Were you in severe pain like during the whole show or her and Billy no. are always in severe pain when they perform? <laughs> Constantly injured. No, it was so this was just a, an accident. This happened at the show the night before. Right. Um I just I, I just landed on my knee funny. I just wasn't uh, I guess when you're in the moment, it, that's a really important thing with stage combat in any description, you need to be Focus, but I think I just lost my focus for a second and I wasn't being as safe as I should have been. It was just on me. Um, and then, yeah, I was on crutches for the next week because I damaged the something in my knee. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> something. Yeah, how is it, it now? Inflamed. It's okay now, um, but I have to, I can't like kneel down 
for the rest of my life, like or not. <laughs> wow. So, well, um, that's going to hurt you. You know, I just, I mean, it's just one of those things. I did dancing for years. So my physio was like, look, you kind of had it coming. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we couldn't actually notice during the play that you were in pain. No, there's too much, there's too much adrenaline. Well. And I knew, yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Like the second the show started, I didn't really feel anything. And um, my like health advice, I sound like Gladys. Anyway, um, the direction was to just um, be on crutches every other moment but the show. Because it's only an hour, so my knee could handle it. And we had to re-choreograph the final scene yeah, to right. take the pressure off my knee. Um, so that was a hurdle for all of us to kind of overcome but yeah it was in the show I didn't feel anything it was all the adrenaline it was really strapped up as well and then I just yeah. had to go back on the crutch afterwards. it we does ready, pump you though. up a bit doesn't it just before you go on stage the <laughs> adrenaline just you just uh, one leg we were no problem ready to like I was ready to come in like two hours early and re-block the entire show for her to be in like a wheelchair I was like <laughs> I was like because I was like she's like no 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 it's fine and I was like I, I, don't, I don't care if it's fine. Like, we need you to be safe. We need you to be, like, I was ready. I was just, like, it's going to be a really cute moment with, like, Ella just mm. pushing her on all lovingly in this wheelchair. Get about. <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, I don't know how bad it is because we just got, a, like, a yeah. photo the morning of to our group chat that was just, like, so. And it was just Nisha in hospital. Yeah. And we were, like, sorry, what? No. <laughs> it's fantastic. Look, Billy, these guys are really pumping you up. They're, um almost to the point of sucking up. Have you got something else coming out that they want to party? <laughs> um, not that they know of, at least I don't think. No, these guys are just great and they really shouldn't be kissing my ass as much as they are. But also I think just, this is part of the reason why, again, I can't sing their praises enough because we actually did the reading for like the very first draft. I kind of got all of these guys in being like, hey, would you mind just I have a thing that I'm working on would you like to come to my house I'll buy dinner just come over and read this for me just so I can actually hear it because it's kind of difficult when you're trying to like have a conversation or read a conversation but it's just your voice yeah so I wanted to see how it read and see how kind of like other actors felt so it was quite different the first draft that we read and then it actually like all of these guys gave me their feedback and the play changed quite drastically from what it was. And then we just kind of like slowly pulled everyone in together. They did the reading and were like, okay, this is good. This is shit. Um, hated this bit. This doesn't make sense. Why the fuck is that here? And then kind of just elaborated from there. And then, yeah. And they were awesome. And even Bonnie as well. Like it got to the point where I think it was the week before we went on. And Bonnie was like, this needs to be cut. This need, It's too slow here. We're fixing this. We're cutting that. We're going from here to here. And I was like, excellent. Brilliant. Thank you. And that's part of the reason why I'm so glad that like they trusted and didn't, they trusted me enough, but also didn't feel like I was going to be like, this is my writing. Don't touch it. Like at any given point, if they were like, this doesn't sound right. I'd be like, I mean, you're right. But they're great. That's no, good. Like, I guess knowing each other on a personal level too. I mean, if, if something needs to be said, you can say it and know they're not going to take it in the wrong vein. They know it's, it's, it's all for the good of the production. Look, my young fella Mitchell, he come down and, um, like I said, it was the first play he's ever seen and he, he was mightily impressed. He, he had a couple of questions for you too. Not really a question first, but um, I do still have this that uh, you all signed and wrote messages. Uh, thank you for that. 
No, that's um, really appreciate that. I uh, really enjoyed the show. It was very interesting. And uh, yeah. He's a man of few words. He's um, about to jump on stage himself, actually. Hopefully COVID doesn't, doesn't um, spoil it for him, but he landed a role in the school production of Matilda. So he's, he's going to uh, do his first play in a musical. So hopefully it'll um, go oh, ahead. That's a great way to start. <laughs> yeah. Throw anyway. yourself well that's on a really good way to start. Yeah. <laughs> and and no pressure on you guys, but from the rest of his life now, every play he sees, he's going to compare it to this. <laughs> Hopefully it's only uphill from here, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, we might um, we might look at wrapping it up very shortly. If um, anybody has any questions um, for any of you guys, I'll, I'll get them to Sam and he can pass them on to you, I guess. But um, where can we find out more about what you guys are doing? Do you guys have... Um, your own web pages or some way that the, the listeners can um, find you guys and see what you're up to. So for my production company, which put on this and is where you'll see all the info about my upcoming shows for the rest of this year and next year, um, is at page nine productions. That's P-A-G-E number nine productions. Um, so that's on Facebook and on Instagram. And yeah, I'm sure these guys all have their own socials for you to check out. Bonnie, what are you what are you up to? Well, um, I was a little bit different because I didn't come from the Bachelor of Performance that these guys did. I did a completely different degree at UOW. Um, what did you so do? I I did a Bachelor of Media and Communications. Oh, a, a useful degree. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I've had to have one. Um, <laughs> I, I did performing yeah. arts myself, so yeah. It's, yeah. Everyone uh, tells me, oh, unemployment. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, um, you didn't do anything useful. I cop that all the time, but um, mm -hmm. gee, I loved it. Yeah, no, I admire those guys so much for doing a bachelor of performance and kind of like following their dreams because I think like ideally I would like to do the exact same thing. Like I would love a career in the art, but I think I was too scared to kind of jump in and um, kind of have that unpredictability. So yeah. that's why I did a degree that, you know. Yeah, look, it's, it's a big thing, you know, when you tell your parents, they, they have a certain expectation of what they want their kids to do when they grow up. They want to get a real job. But um, it's important to to follow your dreams and do exactly what you want to do. We've always told our kids we don't care what they do as long as they're happy doing it. I mean, it's just, it's you've got to be happy or you're not going to stick with anything. Um, Mitchell at the moment's doing flight training. He was meant to have his third or fourth flight tomorrow, and it looks like it's been cancelled now due to COVID. So he, he wants to be a pilot. But That's yeah, so exciting. Yeah, he's um, he wants to to be on stage as well. So yeah, we'll we'll certainly support him in that. But yeah, don't yeah. don't ever if it's something you want to do, do it. it. It's really hard, you know, when you're trying to 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 do this sort of stuff, and it's really hard. Look, I. I thought I was going to be an actor. I thought I was going to be a rock star and, and I sort of went a different way. I went the family route and now running a small business. So that's, that's where I'm at, but yeah, I've always regretted not sort of pursuing the other stuff too. Um, yeah. Don't, don't live a life of regrets. Keep, keep doing what you want. You guys want to do. You can say, thanks, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. 
Ella, what are you what are you up to? Are you doing anything live? Um, soon? Obviously, I, no one's doing anything live at the moment. But no. are, you, are you? Do you write as well? Or, or what? No, I, I'm I'm a singer. So I actually had a gig. Um, a singer. Had a gig in about yeah. Um, it's another passion. I quite love it a little, just a little bit. Yeah, I had a gig in the city in Redfern in, in August, but it's um postponed. I don't know the new date. So I was working towards that. Postponed? I was yes, because um there's no way in <laughs> there's no way um I would feel I wouldn't feel safe um having it, you know, and I don't think that you know we'd be able to, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was very excited for that because it was my first time. Yeah, gigging this year back to like singing live. Um, it's been quite a while since I've sung anywhere live. So yeah, I um, was working towards that, but that will be postponed for another date. So hopefully I will be working towards more gigs as well as What um, sort of stuff do you do, Ella? Um, it's a lot of, for gigging, um, I do a lot of like um, soul, R&B, contemporary music. Um, oh kind of, you know, choosing songs for the crowd you know, kind of get, getting the vibe. You want to um, appeal to everyone so they want to come back for more. Just those kind of tactics. <laughs> um, but then I also love, I'm also a bit of a musical theatre lover. <laughs> just just a little bit. So um, I do love my musical theatre. I know. It's just great, isn't it? It's a great world yeah. to be a part of. <laughs> like I, said, I wanted to be a rock star when I was a bit younger too, but it was pretty obvious that wasn't going to happen. Um, so we formed, You still uh, perform. You're yeah, still yeah. basically a rock star. Not really, mate. And we were lucky. We got one gig in a few weeks back. Sam was there. He saw it. Um, yeah, it was working. It was great. Unfortunately, um, looks like the second one on September 11th is going to be cancelled too. So we'll, we'll see. See what happens. Lachlan, what are you doing at the moment? Um, at the You've moment, done a bit of I TV have... too, haven't you? Me? Yeah, yeah. I, I did a bit of, I've done a bit of extra work. Nothing like in on the camera, like um, the feet or anything but um yeah I, I don't have anything in the works at the moment um obviously it's a bit of a bit of a tough time at the moment but I've I've been busy like doing other work but um I don't know I'm trying to I'm trying to um like set myself up doing some self-tapes and stuff like that um just so I can send in for auditions and stuff like that but I haven't I've got nothing booked at the moment but it's it's just I feel it's a bit hard to get motivated at the moment. Like Billy's show, like I, that was that was an awesome awesome experience. Yeah, and I was I was working I'm working at a school five days a week at the moment. Um, so that um, that's kind of taken over. But um, yeah, but I'm still doing like self tapes and stuff like that, and um, just trying to keep my my motivation on the right path. So I'm not veering yeah. too much off from um, doing what I actually love and doing what I want to do. But obviously making money um, consistently is something that you need to do as well. But yeah. I, yeah. Where, where can I'm, the listeners find you um, on the social? Um, I mean, I've got a, um, I've got an Instagram page. Um, it's a bit of a cringy name, but I, I made it when I was like in, in year seven or something like that. Um, but it's at official underscore Hachi. Um, that's my Instagram. Um, I don't have heaps on it, but I've got photos from like um, our show from uni and stuff from Billy's show as well. And then obviously like if I'm, when I start doing other stuff, I'll 
update people on that as well. And I forgot to ask you, Ella, where, where can we find you? Um, yeah, so Instagram, um, at Ella underscore Capo, C-A-P-O. I'm pretty sure it's not a dot, it's an, under, it's an underscore, isn't it? Yep. Thank you. Your Instagram. I don't know why I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And um, I actually recently started a YouTube channel for my singing. I never thought I would Everyone ever actually go follow it. it. <laughs> yes, thanks, oh, really. Honestly, I'll, I'll um, get all these links and I'll put them in the show notes anyway. Um, yeah, my YouTube is in my Instagram. Well, my the link right now is for the gig, but I will be changing yeah. that back to YouTube until I would post my date. But it's yeah. it's Ella dot Capo, by the way, not underscore Ella dot Capo. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, just Ella all of Capo are like following all just of this. Just Nisha right giving now. Ella's details. Um, <laughs> thanks, Nisha. Nisha, where are you? On the socials, I, I, all my correspondence, all my information, I put through Instagram as well, and the links in my Instagram bio. Um, and my Instagram is Nisha Champion, N A O I S E Champion. That's your real name, is it? It's not a stage name. Yeah, it is. Not my real name. Lucky you. I doubles as a stage name as well. Just got yeah. was born with a stage <laughs> name, so didn't get given a choice. Yeah, no. champion's a bit hard to pronounce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Sam, where are you at? Um, I've got a Facebook page. It's just Samuel Ludvensky Actor. And um, I've also got a Star Now profile, which is just Star Now, and then search up the name Samuel Ludvensky, and that's about it, really. I think I saw some stuff you and Ella did on your page. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was for a showreel that we did with... Um, uh, JJ Splice showreels. Um, Nisha, Ella, and myself have done um, scene partner work for each other on those, and they're like they are unreal. Like, it, like as you can tell if you've seen it, like it turned out really great, and um, yes, yeah, it really felt like you were performing on a on a set. Yeah, it looked like a really high quality production. It was. Um... It took like it one of the, that was one of the biggest things about swapping from theater and then going to screen. Um, was how fucking long it takes. Like with theatre, you can rehearse for so many weeks, you can have that safety net, and then it's done in two weeks or it's, you know, yeah. the show's done and you go home and then, you know, you hop on screen and you got to come with all that work already done yeah. and then you get directed on the day and it takes hours and then that's it. But Yeah, yeah it's a totally different world, isn't it? It's um... Bonnie, where are you? <laughs> Um, I'm on Instagram um, and yeah, a lot of the stuff that I do, like production companies that I work with and produce with, um, that's kind of where I filter all that through as well. Um, so it's just Bonnie Bait, but there's a dot after the B, it's like B dot Bonnie Bait. But yeah, once again, thanks thanks guys so much for, for coming yeah. in and giving you some you. of your Thank valuable you so time. Much. We no really appreciate it. And um, yeah, you so hopefully stay in touch. We love that yeah. show and uh, we'd love to see whatever you come up with next. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you Excellent. so much. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that was fascinating. I, I really got a lot of insight out of that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know our capabilities at the age we are. Uh, mm. I wish I had the same amount of talent as these guys had at 21. I mean, the potential these guys have got is uh, almost limitless. Uh, hopefully, 
everything goes right because I mean it's a hard area to break into oh, uh, yeah. acting and, and writing and, and yeah, making a living even as, as, as an actor is hard enough luckily these guys have, have had a lot of support from their their families and um, good to see a lot of them there on the night the girl that played Cecilia we saw that she was on stage and she had this leg brace on and we thought Gee, that's a strange prop to have and then after the show, after they all come out, we um, we went up and saw my mate that was in the play, and we look across, and she comes hobbling out on a pair of crutches. So she'd had this major injury. She was, and really all sorts. So that was really like the show must go on kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah, very much um, the old theatre theatre trope of the the show must go on. Um, but yeah, just that, that level of commitment it's inspiring i gotta admit uh just to know that they're 21 they can do something like that uh how they're understanding their craft at the moment thinking that's 21 where are these guys going to be at at 25 or at 30 you just think they can only get better yep absolutely mm. so I'll, i've got a heap of their contact details and everything so what i'll do is i'll put all that up in the show notes and if anybody wants to contact any of these guys, find out what they're doing, what they've got coming up next, uh, just have a look at our show notes and I'll have a lot of information up there for you. I'm very wrapped to see 10 Days We're Counting. Pretty wrapped to hear the interview you've done. So if they ever come around and do that again, I'd strongly advise people to see it. And, um, yeah, hopefully um, something big will happen for them because, you know, the amount of work these guys put in, they deserve it. 100%, I agree. It was good stuff. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast with no name. Um, I had a ball interviewing these guys, and I hope you guys get some uh, some information and some entertainment out of it as well. And uh, if you see anything that's um, coming up, the production company's Page Nine Productions. That's Billy's own production company. Keep an eye on that page on Facebook and see what they've got coming up. I should also add, uh, just in case, if you want to follow up about what we're doing or even what they're doing, uh, you can send us an email firstly on podnoname at gmail.com and there's also a Facebook page, yeah? Yeah, it's at facebook.com slash podnoname. You can also get us on the Facebook shortcut of at podnoname. Thank you for joining us at the podcast with no name. We hope you had as much fun listening to us as we've had recording it. If you would like to email the podcasters, you can reach us at podnoname at gmail.com or otherwise you can find us on Facebook at at podnoname. Take care, listener, and we hope you join us again for another episode of The Podcast With No Name.